Hey guys, we are so excited to start a new series with you today. We are talking about lies that we believe about marriages. And the first one that we're going to tackle today is if your spouse really loves you, then they should know what you want and need. Stay tuned. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant. Every time we start to hit record, I try to think of something different to say. But there's... Hello, folks. (laughs) Hello, folks, and hey, Bear. But, you know... I thought you were listening to the dog snoring, and we're like, why does he go to sleep every time that we're fixing to start this? He is loud. Now everybody's going to be listening. No, don't listen. He's in the other room right now, so maybe it, is, it won't be It so is bad. loud. But I try to think of something, but there's, you know, I mean, yeah. uh, I guess you just kind of get, and people are like, hey. There they are. There they are. That's back. Right. Familiar. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yep. anyway. Yeah. You know what? Did did we, have we done our, our podcast since we spoke at that event? Nope. I don't think we have. Okay, so one a funny thing that happened at the event that we spoke at um, last week is the people who invited us, the um, the wife said, you know, I feel like I know y'all a lot more than y'all know me <laughs> from listening to our podcast. So maybe it is a familiar voice that they like to hear you yeah. say the same thing every week. You know, I think, I, I know for a fact that we have, I mean, obviously the world is much bigger than little clinton mm-hmm. mississippi right. where we live but mm-hmm. and we have lots of listeners but um i'm sure there are people here that listen because they tell us they do but i mean i feel like our audience is much outside of yes town. much more yeah. outside of this town but do you ever walk around and like walk in the grocery store and think i wonder if people are looking at me <laughs> because they know a lot more <laughs> about me than i do about them <laughs> Yeah, they're those people. Yeah. Anywho, it's okay. They just tell all. Yep. Just tell it all. (laughs) So today, and today we're going to tell it all, and this is yours. Yeah. So, well, this series is kind was kind of my idea. I'm super excited about it because I think that, especially from a lot of the messages that we get, that we get lots and lots and lots of people who are just believing lies, and they are lies straight from the enemy. Um, And I mean, that's part of our story. Like we know, and I don't think that that's an abnormal thing. Like you shouldn't, that shouldn't shock you that you've believed in a lie of the enemy. Um, But I think that we know that marriages are a big, big place um, for the enemy to try to get us um, because he's after our marriages so that he can be after our families, so that he can be after our witness and after, um, you know, uh, our our testimonies. He wants that. He wants to destroy that. So because of that, we know that there are little lies that we are going to um, be tempted to believe all along the way. And so we have come up with some um, different areas and different thoughts that we believe that our listeners and us um, are tempted to believe about marriages. That's good. Now that, and now that you're kind of talking through it, you know, it, whenever we have a topic that one or the other um, is, I guess, leading out on a little bit, the other one's a little bit in the dark. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, just because 
we're not inside of each other's yeah, heads, yeah. so we just don't know exactly where we're going well, with it. Well, and we don't script these at all. Oh, it's yeah. just a discussion. Definitely so, not scripted, yeah. because we would not be good at that. Um, but when you started, uh, when you started kind of explaining it a little bit better, I started thinking about how, you know, you mentioned some of these lies, um, you were reading some of them off to me and most of them are not, they're not big things. Sure. And like, it's, you know, we know that the enemy wants to trap us with the big stuff. Like he wants you to have to struggle and go through, um, infidelity like we did because that's massive and like he wants to destroy your marriage. He wants there to be, you know, abuse and he wants, you know, yeah, the yeah. hard stuff. But I think we posted this this week on our uh, social media where we said um, little sins, hidden little sins become complicated big sins. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same way with this. this we're not talking necessarily about about sins, but we're just talking about how these little things, when you start believing and it gets you kind of down on your marriage, mm-hmm. then it that's when it leads to something else. Sure, that's Something right. bigger and something mm-hmm. more complicated. And so I know and this... Where there's no joy and you yeah. know, where it just feels mundane because mm-hmm. the, the happiness is not there. Yeah. And I mean, we know that that the majority of marriages don't happen because of, we said this, I think maybe even last week, they don't happen because of the big stuff. They happen because of the little stuff. Most marriages? Most most divorces. Most divorces. Okay. I was really confused. You're supposed to read my mind. I mean, that's what we're talking about, right? (laughs) Except that I can't. All right. So... So yeah, so the, so what are we talking about today? Yeah, so I th- today's topic is going to be if my spouse really loves me, they will know what I want and what I need. Mm, mind and, readers. And, yeah, and not just like little things. Um, I mean, not just big things, but little things like little. Um, I mean, gosh, I can just think of so many examples just from this week. You know that that I thought, why wouldn't, why wouldn't he know that? Or he should know that about me, you know, and you don't, even though we've been married 26 years, 26, is that right? Hey, don't start asking me about, about <laughs> dates and yeah. adding things this, up. I don't even know how old I am. This man's birthday was yesterday and he was convinced he was just 48. I had to get out the calculator. I was <sighs> like, babe, you're 49. I promise. I'm still 48. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, when it gets closer to time for our anniversary, mm-hmm. I'll do the math. <laughs> so you won't be mad at me because I don't I, know my how. My point is, whether it's 26 or 27, my point, I think it's 26. My point is that even after us being married such a long time, we still, we can't read each other's minds mm-hmm. and we should not expect to read each other's minds. You know, I, sorry, I took, I took your thought. What I wanted to say is I was looking on Instagram while we were waiting on the cake to come out of the oven before we did this. And one Is it my birthday cake? No, (laughs) it's your small group. Focus. And so this sweet little couple that we did um, premarital counseling for is on their honeymoon and just looking at their pictures. And I was like, oh, that's just such a fun time, your honeymoon and all that. And I started thinking about our topic. And I was like, you know, nobody expects on your honeymoon 
for you to be able to read each other's minds. I mean, you're just getting to know each other, really, you know. But I think the further you get into marriage, it's like they should know what I'm thinking by now. Or they should um, know what makes me happy. Or they should know that that bothers me. Or, but, but we can't. We can't know that. Okay, well, here's where some of the, some of the issue and some of the tension comes into play, I believe. So, for the most part, I'm just going to speak in general terms. I mean, we've done enough research on guys and girls, and guys are sort of, not sort of, we are one-track mind. Mm -hmm. Like, we have, you know, I mean, we're very focused on one thing at a time. We can't open a lot of boxes. It's sort of like the show we were watching the other day, uh, Modern Family, Don't Judge Us. It's a funny (laughs) show. And we were watching Modern Family, and it, the whole episode was done on the wife's computer. Yes. And she had all of this stuff. Like, she was cert- Googling things. And it things would just and, show the computer. Just the computer. So there's just windows popping mm-hmm. up along, like, as yeah. her brain thought her, of things. Her remind list. Her, um, she's making FaceTime calls to multiple people. Mm-hmm. She's making, you know. There's, Checking get, Facebook for stuff. Yeah, just all kinds of stuff. And and you made the comment. And you said, that's probably blowing your mind. But we can do that. Mm-hmm. Like, girls can do that. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I was like, yes, I can't do that. Like, I have to. It's just you even one. said it made me tired. <laughs> yeah, it did. And so. I think that some of that is because um, we we have not only do we have this one track mind, but we don't change a lot. Like our feelings don't mm-hmm. change a lot from day to day. Women, y'all's changes like hour to hour sometimes, and but but we don't really we can't comprehend that so much, and so we fail to communicate. And to ask or to even communicate how we feel because we're just like, well, nothing's changed. Right. You know what I'm... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think another good example of that is like, uh, I mean, my birthday was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And there was never one time leading up to my birthday or on my birthday where I thought to myself, I wonder what she's getting me for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Now, some people, some guys may be like that. I'm not saying that you can't. Yeah, but this is just you. This is me. Mm-hmm. So there, I never thought, man, I wonder what she's going to get me for my birthday. I hope she gets me this. And I'm pretty sure you not one time thought, oh, gosh, what am I going to get him? Because... You just know, like yeah, you I, didn't want me to spend one dime, right? That's because the best birthday present you can ask. That's for. right, because <laughs> I, I mean, it's our money. If I want to go out and buy something, I don't have to wait for my mm-hmm. birthday. I understand that, but if you did that for me, right, I would sob. Exactly, mm-hmm. and but but at the same time. You're not always the same way from year to year. You know, year to year, yeah, it's true. that's me. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, well, I don't have to worry about getting him a present. Mm-hmm. If he wants to go get him something, he's mm-hmm. going to get him something. Mm-hmm. But for you, I have to constantly ask leading up to it, hey, do you do you want me to buy something for you? Do you want to pick something out for yourself? Do you and want like, to be a surprise? Right. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, is that... Three days before your birthday, you may feel one way, and the day of your birthday, you may feel a different way. Mm-hmm. And so, but I, the, what I'm trying to get at is the reason why guys ha, ha, kind of drop the ball here is because we don't think that way. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's right. not us. That's right. 
Yep. And I think we have a tendency, and we've talked about this in so many times, but we tend to love our spouse the way we want to be loved. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not, I mean, like once you realize that's what you're doing, it's easy to try to go, okay, am I loving him how he wants to be loved? Or am I loving him like I would want to be loved? And for your birthday the other day, I mean, yesterday, I like never in a million years would I want you just to not get me something. I would feel so unloved, but I know the best way to love you is not to spend money on something that you don't really need or, and that I can go get it whenever I want to. Exactly. And, and, and that's fine. And even, but even in that you, you did ask a question because we were going to go out to eat Mm -hmm. as a family Mm -hmm. And you even asked, well, where would you like to go? And you threw out a restaurant that <laughs> seriously is one of the most expensive restaurants around here. And that's I was where like, I would have wanted to go. Well, and the thing is, that is something that you may have, I mean, I may have been like, yeah, let's go splurge. Mm-hmm. But, th- but I was like, are you serious? Yeah. And, like, and, but I was like, okay. Yeah. Instead of trying to talk you into it. Right. And I used to would have tried to talk you yes. into it. It's your special day. Yes. You don't ever want you to do anything special. But there's no chance I yeah. would have wanted. Like, that's not me. Yeah. And But sometimes that's you mm-hmm. and sometimes, sometimes it's not. And so that's my whole point. That's why we have, yeah. you know, it's guys have trouble with this. We believe this lie because that's just kind of who we are. Mm-hmm. And, you know... I you you did the best thing for me yesterday because I just kind of did what I wanted to all day. Yeah. I mean, you never asked me to do anything like around the house. You were doing a lot of stuff. I went outside. I did, I worked in the yard. Mm-hmm. And for me, it I mean, in the past, I think you might would have even said, "Why are you why are you outside doing yard work on your birthday?" Yeah. But you just know that's what I enjoy doing, and like it made me feel like I accomplished something. It also made me feel like I was helping the family, but in a way that I enjoyed it. It was just a, it was fine. It was a good yeah. day. Yeah. So all of that to say, we have to communicate because, especially because the girls, the spouse, the wife. Things just change all the yeah. time. Well, and girls, I'm just going to speak in a little truth, a little hard truth here. You, we have got to let go of the fantasy and the fairy tale that our men will just know what we want and that they're always going to give the perfect gift or they're always going to do exactly what we need done. It's just not reality. Now, I could be at work and know that Rusty came home um, for lunch and maybe had a little extra time here, and I could say to myself, gosh, I hope, you know, if he if he loves me well, he's going to know that, it, you know, this is my day with no breaks during my day and that I'm going to be tired, and so surely he's going to have an idea of what we could do for dinner and maybe even have gone to the grocery store and gotten something, or surely he had time to put dishes in the dishwasher, or I, can, I could come up with a hundred different things that surely he could, he would do these if he loved me. But that's not, it's, that is a fantasy. That is not reality of how things work. I have to say to him, and not just, hey, can you pick up dinner? Can you put this in the, it's a daily conversation of, hey, 
you know, sometimes when you, um, like when he does something, acknowledging that or saying, hey, you know, Thursday's a hard day for me. If you have time, would you mind putting the dishes in the dishwasher? Like giving them words of how they can help you, um, what they can do that make you feel loved, you know, Um, so this holiday's coming up. It would be nice if we could do this, this, and this. I even hinted about my, um, Valentine's Day present this year. I have, um, these special bracelets. They're special to me. Um, and I want one for each year that I've been cancer free, but they're expensive. And so I couldn't just go out and buy six of them and then want another one in July. So I have told him over the past, uh, several, several, several months, if not years, that I would like to collect these bracelets and I give him little hints. And I can't just expect him to come up with that idea on his own. Mm -hmm. Like that's not, I don't know, there may be some men out there that do, that gift really well. But again, that's the communication part of it. Like if you, I mean, there's even those type of people like they may be really romantic in that way and they gift well and the spouse and the wife loves the surprises and all that but then they might be just completely useless when it comes to the wife really likes for the yard to look good and right. they just don't even think about that i yeah. mean that's just the way all of us are yeah. there's some things that we're good at and some things that we're not good at and i mean all of that and you can't try to sorry you can't try to make your spouse into somebody that they're not. Right. Like you just have to appreciate and love the the spouse that God has given you and love them for who they are. Because they can't be everything. No. And like I even thought about that. I was thinking about that today. And when I, because our ritual on Sundays is usually I get to, I'll go out for a walk or a run with the dog. And that's right before we do our podcast. And we usually know what our topic's going to be. And so I'm thinking about it the whole time. And I started thinking about just how good you have gotten at like, like I know that having a clean car is something that's important to you. Mm. But, and we don't, the thing is we don't have little kids anymore. So our car doesn't get messy. And so for me, I'm kind of looking at it and I'm going, do you understand your car is pretty much spotless anyway? (laughs) But I know that, but that's just something that I don't, like I don't do good at. And I'm not, I don't, I don't enjoy it. And like, I just, like, it's not that important Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. Now, on the flip side of that, like the yard is something that's really important to me. Mm-hmm. So you could just get really mad because I don't do. And I think I used to. You did. But now we've kind of come to that whole thing where it's like, okay, I'm not good at it. I don't enjoy it. And I'm okay if we need to pay somebody to do it from time to time. I don't want to spend all that money on right. it, you know, every month when it doesn't even need right. it. But at the same time, there's also people out there that their husbands, they don't enjoy yard work and they don't want to go out and cut the grass, but you're going to nag them, nag them and nag them and nag them. But then they're really good at just taking care of the kids and they give them back. And you're like, and you want to look at it and say, well, why can't you be better? Look at that person's yard. Mm-hmm. Well, what if they don't ever even spend any time with their kids? Or That's what right. if they never help? You know, it's just, there's, there's, there's just so much that has, and I'm not saying sometimes you have to do things that you don't enjoy doing. 
and you do it because you love your spouse. But it's still so much of it is just being able to communicate. That's the whole yeah. key is yeah. communicate. And just and and just being not scared to give a safe place. Gosh, have we used that word mm-hmm. a lot lately? But give your spouse a safe place to be to have freedom to say, you know, I'm not really good at this or I don't enjoy doing this. I mean, like you said, you you have chores. Everybody has chores that they don't enjoy doing. It's just yeah, work. Right. You have to do it. But the big things, yeah. you know, like I you, I can remember like being mad that you wouldn't keep my car clean and honestly the reasoning behind that is because I grew up with a dad that that was important to him he enjoyed washing the car he I mean like vacuuming out there was probably a Saturday ritual around my house he enjoyed doing that so again those are that was an expectation that I came in to marriage with Mm And, and that's wrong mm-hmm. because, because you aren't my dad. You are mm-hmm. not, you have so many different gifts than he does. And so just leaning in to what you're really good at and affirming what you're really good at instead of pointing out the things that you don't do because I think that you should. Mm-hmm. And if you knew that about me, you know, then it would be important to you. But Mm -hmm. that's not true. You know, back to the whole thing of my spouse should just know. I shouldn't Mm -hmm. have to tell them. Well, you mentioned, like, on the days that you have a really hard day. Mm -hmm. And and there's some days during the week that you don't get a break at at your job. And you just, and you, if you tell me, like, that doesn't bother me at all. And it actually, then when I do have time to do it, I really feel like I've done something to help you, That's right. you know, That's and it's right. not like, it's not like I'm just doing a bunch of stuff that I don't know whether or not you even care. Mm-hmm. It's like, you tell me, Hey, this would really help me. And then I kind of do it proudly. Like, sure. Hey, I'm helping her do something, you know? And, and I don't necessarily, because of the way you approach it, I don't take it as, Oh gosh, she's nagging me and asking me to do something it's like she just has said this would really help me and then I'm like yeah I'm glad to help um so and even if you don't have time I know we keep getting on this one example but but it's a good example because it's real life but like when I I used to feel like I was not being a good wife or couldn't do it all if I asked for help like if I came to you and said hey you know, this day of the week for this reason is just real. And it can be because of soccer practices that you have to take kids to or, you know, whatever the circumstances are. This day is just a really hard day. If you have time, could you do this? That used to make me feel weak. Mm -hmm. It was like I'm admitting that I can't do it all, you Mm -hmm. know, and that's hard to do. And so I know that's a silly example but that's a real thing in marriage is being able to say, I need help with this or could, you know, I feel loved when you do this. Don't let that make you feel weak. It's a great form of, mm-hmm. of communication. And then for you, I mean, you have crazy days and if, and a lot of time our crazy days hit at the same mm-hmm. time. And so instead of saying, well, I don't have time to do that. I've got just a crazy day as you do. What makes you think that I could do that? 
and if you don't, then you're like, hey, why don't we just make tonight a Chick-fil-A night, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's not that you have to fix it every time or solve the problem because you may not be able to do that. It's just knowing I see a need. She's said to me, because Mm -hmm. that's what we're talking about, you can't read my mind. Mm -hmm. And so I've gotten up the nerve to say I need help with this and you making that happen, whether it looks like I thought it would or not. Mm Mm-hmm. I think we just get so offended too when we when we feel like and maybe we think it's not, you know, we want we want our spouse to do something because they've thought of, thought of it for themselves and that makes it for some reason that makes it more special, you know. Mm-hmm. And and when we have to tell them then they ain't really want to do it. You know, and we just get in this real it's the crazy cycle, yeah. you know, you just yeah. get in this crazy cycle when all, I mean, the biblical, biblically, we're supposed, our spouse is supposed to be our helpmate. And so why? I just, I don't know. I just kind of, I, I kind of, why do we do this to each mm-hmm. other? Yeah. And, and this is one of those that, yeah, like, like when you really spell it out and look at it and kind of take a step back, you go, this one's not that hard, but it's what Satan I mean, he just, this is where he likes to just dig into these little spots. Right. And you just kind of get annoyed and, you know, oh, and if they they really love me, you know, they would do this or, you know, they would do this more or think about this more or, and like. And it really is all in how you say things Mm -hmm. like we say this to our children a lot like you can say that to me with the right tone and I take it a lot better than if you say it ugly you know you can choose to say those words um and so just like even when you say like um I wish that you would tell me more that you love me or that I look pretty or when's the last time you said I like your outfit or, you know, things like that. And then when you do say, gosh, you look pretty. Well, you're only saying that because I said to Yeah, say I know, it. I know. It's... And, and, you know, and so when your spouse does try, even if it's not perfect, yeah. accept it and affirm it and tell them how much that it means to you. And let's give some, let's give some grace yeah. to when your spouse asks you like like maybe your spouse has listened to us and knows that they need to ask things like you know what do you need me to do how can I help like I mean coming up on a Valentine's Day like hey what do you want but and I think even then sometimes you can just I mean a spouse can be sort of a jerk for like why would you even ask me like you can't yeah. yeah you can't you can't surprise me or you can't and it's not that at all it's just like hey can I just ask you so you can tell me what you really want and and remember when we went to um Valentine's dinner and it wasn't even Valentine's Day and we heard some people um arguing in the thing about in the restaurant about it's not even Valentine's Day like why does this have to count as valentine's day and i just remember thinking that's so sad like he probably went out of his way to have a valentine's dinner and make that happen and she wasn't happy because it wasn't really on valentine's Valentine's day Day. yeah like i don't know i just feel like sometimes we're so hard on our spouse and we don't see the little things that they do 
um, or say. And if you would just take a breath, and I'm guilty of this too, guys. I am. I mean, I have to remind myself daily about this. But if you affirm the little thing that they do, then their confidence is like, oh, okay. And then they want to do that again, and they want to do that again. Mm-hmm. But if you're constantly, we call it chopping. Yeah. If you're constantly chop, 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 you know, at your spouse and that wasn't good and why don't you do this and this didn't, you know, wasn't good enough or why did you have to do this? And, you know, uh, then your spouse isn't going to want to do anything. Mm -hmm. It's like, I can't do anything right. And so, and then it just turns in. So maybe you need, maybe it's an apology. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's going to your spouse and saying, hey, I've expected you to read my mind. Mm -hmm. I've expected you to read my mind. I've expected you to know how I desire to be loved. And I just admit to you and confess to you that I, that I was putting too much on you, too much expectation. And I was setting you up for failure. Don't Hmm. set your spouse up for failure. Don't, don't expect something knowing that even if they're trying their best, they're not going to meet your expectations. Mm -hmm. And so, and then it's just another reason for you to Mm -hmm. gripe. I've said this before that I think I wish that every couple that listened to us would grab a couple of fake microphones and pretend like they were having a podcast Mm -hmm. about marriage because they would probably learn so much about each other. Because I think that we're forced to communicate sometimes and things come out on our podcast that like we just kind of tuck it away for our own good yeah. like you know I'm like okay I remember she said that and <laughs> and like you you do that a lot and like even this morning um because I don't know it was a few weeks ago we were talking about what men really want for Valentine's Day and and I one of them was flirting and how you have to do it all often or your spouse thinks that you know, there's something there. And like, I mean, I was singing this morning and I came down and sat with you in church after I finished singing. Um, and I came back down and sat with you. And at some point you wrote on your notes, you said, you look hot and black. And I was like, Oh yeah. (laughs) And, uh, but I never thought, Oh, you're just saying that because I said it on the podcast the other day, but now I'm kind of thinking about it. And I was like, dang, I mean, like, like you listened. I mean, you said that you look hot and black. You said it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you were flirting. Oh, flirting. I said you oh, okay, were flirting. okay, okay. You said I was flirting on the podcast. You do look hot and black. Oh, I like yeah. it. Well, thanks. How does this black microphone look in front of my face in right black now? Black headphones. <laughs> okay. Hey, we got to go. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny it really is time to go <laughs> so we've we've spoken uh too long um hey but this week we want to challenge you to just open up and be honest with your spouse don't expect your spouse to be a mind reader we want you guys to be successful in communicating and being great helpmates and doing the things that each that she, that each other appreciate and love so just ask and just tell it's just a two-way communication and it's got to be a safe place just like heather said so that's all i got you done all done all done all right thanks for joining us this week and we'll see you next time